0: Thank <smart noise> you.
1: dutch hall we always try to think you know maybe we can do our best to help change the world you know just one dick joke at a time you know but in reality we probably don't do a heck of a lot of that but then when you think about it you know you really think about it you think about those people who are listening in their cubicles or in their cars on their way to work or in their tractors in the field you know yeah they listen to one of the things we say you know maybe we are changing the world, right?
2: Yeah, we could change the world from my yeah. small little nectar.
1: So maybe it is. Maybe we are doing a good job, right? Hope so. Maybe. Well, let's ask a guy that's been through a real revolution. Our guest tonight, AJ Bate is here. Hey, everybody. AJ. Hey, hey, so the only way to talk to him is to get this show on the road. The only way to do that is... Play the theme song. I was right ready to bust all your balls about screwing up the theme song, and then then I screwed it it up at the end. Oh, shit. Welcome to Life in the Dutch Hall, everybody. We are the greatest podcast ever to come out of a guy's garden shed in his backyard in Pine Grove, Ontario, Canada. We are that way because of the greatest band in podcast history, the Nocturnal Emissions. This week, they are comprised of one Steve, the reluctant German on lead guitar... Uh, <laughs> <That was>
0: ideal.
1: <laughs> back to being our band leader this week, it is the, the beautiful Michael Bow on rhythm guitar, hey, and next to him it's the guy, it's the Summer West, hey, and he's nice. looking, and he is, he is our bass player, he is our man that we're gonna live by through this summer. Whiskey West Higgins on base. Let's hear it for him.
2: Hello, ladies. Num-
1: numbers are down, ladies. Hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> Robo Musk is thick. On the kind of erratic egg shaker, the man that served us a shot this week for the first time in a long time. He's my brother, bartender and egg shaker. Hey, egg hey, shaker. Boom. Paul Van Dyke is here. Hey, I missed that one. And our guest tonight, our guest tonight is a comedian that I've been happy to work with. What's his name, Peter? He's comedian, AJ Bade is here. Let's hear it for AJ. Thank you, thank you. And I'm your host, as always, two-time President's Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke. (laughs) <laughs> and then it ended. That was a good opening i thought right. hey was it was, it's some shaky parts but it, we got through it <laughs> of course you know uh i felt i was really needy at the beginning of that one i thought mm-hmm. it was more like i was really pleading for someone to just tell me it's okay that what we're doing here <laughs> in, a sh- in, a sh- in a shed every single thursday we tell the people that we love that we're going to go away from them mm-hmm. and just sit here and get have a few beverages and some baked goods, and some, like, sausage trays that come out, Mm. you know, and all the things that are involved with Thursday nights that we've created here. And, uh... I can look in the room tonight. It's a real sausage party here. There's none of our ladies <laughs> have shown up, right? Mm. Real sausage party. A I invite a friend of mine all the way from Hamilton, Ontario, to come down here tonight. Mm. Can't even give him a pretty good look at at all. It's just a bunch of us dudes sitting around a hot show. Sorry,
2: sweet, sweet Kelly's on a shift a hot tonight. Hot on a
1: shift. That's like
2: every night in Hamilton. So <laughs> Yeah,
1: I guess it's the yeah. same thing, right? A, you know, uh, <laughs> Michael, that's yes. what I was kind of wondering about. You know, last Thursday, you mm-hmm. were kind of in a, in a rough mood because there was a big storm coming through. Brewing. Yeah, and uh, and looked like you, it missed us completely. And then all of a sudden, did a, it did a circle, came back.
2: <laughs> it's not uh, up and down and around. It's a circle. It's a it's sugar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it came back and it hit your farm and gave you a bunch of nourishing water oh, for your parents.
2: Nourishing Ooh. is right. I would say uh, things have doubled since that delightful rain where I nice. celebrated. Mm-hmm. It was joyous. And then I
1: didn't hear from you, Michael. You must have d- disappeared in the mist <laughs> just to rejoice.
2: Yeah. I, t- I rejoiced for a few days. Yes. That's correct.
1: And now you're back at it again. Yeah. yeah. Watering your plants.
2: Watering the plants. Feeling good. Loving. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Things are good. We got the heat. We're happy. Well, you get to see things grow. Yeah.
1: You've done that with, your, with the work of the toils of your hands. Right, Michael? Yes,
2: yeah, the toils and the tenures. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, Stephen, Stephen's a working man as well. And you know the reason I know this? Is because one day I'm sitting here minding my own P's and Q's, my own business. Yep. Steve's got so many goddamn kids <laughs> that he couldn't figure out uh, where to hide them all, so he hid one of them at my place. Oh, right. this week. That old chestnut. Yep. <laughs> right. He did that. I just all of a sudden had one more child in my house, <laughs> and it was Steven's child. Are you, are you, are you, are you That's right. Saint. It's tails out of school.
2: No, no. My daughter is uh, babysitting almost across the street from your house and uh, and I asked her if her younger sister could show up for like an hour until, uh, until Nana could come and pick them up and uh, she said, you know, Dad, I don't drop kids off at your work, so <laughs> uh, wow. you, uh, take her somewhere else. And I was like, oh, fuck.
1: That's a pretty good point. You can't <laughs> really like, argue I, with her, right? I
2: could not argue with that point. I'm like, that's as valid as it gets. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I can see Pete's house from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not going to freak my... My mom out because she was coming through. She's oh been yeah. Her. I,
1: I was on my way out. I didn't have a chance to talk to her, but I did get to briefly meet your your mother. It seemed like a very delightful woman. She really is. Yes, <laughs> you're very lucky to have her, Steve.
2: I'm still so wondering why uh, she trusted
1: Pete's place. She didn't. <laughs> she didn't. She wanted those ki- She wanted the, uh, her out. out of there as soon as she got a look at me. Oh, easy yeah. transaction. Yeah, she had one good look at me. She's like, "What did Steve think thinking and leaving at this guy's place?" <laughs> That's what I was wondering. This grizzly bear. <laughs> What's he doing there? No, no, she was nice. The, your daughter's w- very nice. Thanks. She's welcome anytime, Steven.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Pete.
1: Uh Paulcha. my hey, brother. Man. What have you been up to this week? Working in the extreme heat. So, uh, you Sun burning. Sun burning? That Van
2: Dyke <laughs> skin is looking real, uh... Leathery. Yes. Do you let another <laughs>
1: man touch you on the job site, Paul, with the uh, creams or lotions on your back? No, no touch. Maybe no some, touch? Maybe some wheel. If it does get down to the lotion, if we're out of the spray, it, the lotion goes on the hammer, and that's as far back as it goes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the, the hooks? That's how you do your No, you the buy. flat part. Oh, right oh, the because yeah, if, you know, an- right if a
1: man touches another man on a construction site.
2: I have seen it before, and Stur- it makes me shiver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sweaty, shirtless men on
1: roofs. Yeah, like Just giving each other rub down up there, yeah? <laughs> Hey, Makes you know, you shi- by shiver, do you mean uh, a bulging erection? <laughs> no. no. The okay. other way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's my, just clarifying, Paul. Just in clarifying. Inward. Wes, you're the last yeah. person in the band to talk to today, and I've got to tell you, Summer of Wes, high expectations. Very slow start. Slow start. Oh. Slow start. We put the word out, and I'm afraid maybe, by us telling the listening audience out there, <laughs> that all we want is you to do something dirty with our bass player so that we can have stories before and after the show that we'll never discuss on air, right? At least that our listening audience can do is come up and do something dirty with our bass player, and not one of them has so far.
2: Horse-patoot.
1: You know, Manny offered. Great guy. Great guy. (laughs) Right? They didn't, but Wes couldn't make it that night, he said. (laughs) So you missed your Opportunity. (laughs) So... Sorry, Mandy, if you're listening at home, we're just (laughs) busting your balls. (laughs) Anyway, so uh, one thing we've been missing to talk about for the last three or four weeks is that uh, there was a big lottery winning here in Canada, and it really did shake the foundation of our country. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, Poker King Walter Austinack won a million-dollar lottery from, like, the London's Children's Charity or something like that. You know the Polka King, Walter Austinak? Right. Of course I do. Three time Grammy Award winner, Walter Austinak. Yeah.
2: He has grazed the uh, the community center of a little town called Norwich. Oh, really? I've so witnessed him.
1: Did you polka, with, polka there? I did a couple times. You ever of gone to Marineland in the summertime? That's oh. right. Maybe you'll notice sitting on the big chair there, the Walter Austinak, while you're having your lunch. No big deal. Yeah, you got to yeah. nudge him out of the way to, to, <laughs> to throw your garbage out afterwards. Walter Osanac's playing poker there on his big chair. He's been doing it for like thirty years. You know, been in the business for like fifty. He's been playing at Marineland for like thirty years. Does it every summer?
2: Working man's John Lennon
1: won a million bucks, right? Yeah. Yep. So everybody's like pissed off about Walter Osanac winning a million bucks. You hear people saying that uh, that guy's already successful. He's lived a he lived a great life. You know, <laughs> <laughs> why does he need the million bucks, right? <laughs> Right, well, wow. AJ, you might be able to speak to this. Canadian entertainers aren't, I don't think, even at the height of Walter Austinac.
3: I think there are Libyan entertainers that are more
1: richer than Canadian. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think that there's that Walter Austinac's rolling in the dough. <laughs> on. He, he said he didn't need the money in his defense, you know, he didn't need the money. He says he's living a comfortable life, doesn't want for more. He's eighty, eighty-one 81 or something like that, you know, like he doesn't need it. But the fact that people get pissed off because he's already had. Like, success in his life so he doesn't deserve to, like, win a lottery yeah. is, is, like, ridiculous yeah. to me. Well he <laughs> bought a $100 ticket. Like everybody else, right? Yeah, so that's he right. fucking deserves it. He deserves it. Yeah, that's right. So, Walter Austin out there, any of your uh, dissuaders, I say... Just keep on pumping that old accordion, big boy.
3: Uh, <laughs> it's working.
1: It's working for you. Sweet, sweet and, you know, man, God's shining down on you for all the good work you did at Marine. Land. I think we
2: should throw maybe a big up to Walter Osnick. N- oh, big uh, ups.
1: Big ups. Big ups, <laughs> big ups to big Walter ups. O. Or A. Or how do you spell his last
2: name? W-O. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the homies say W for win.
1: Yeah. Anyways, you know what? Uh, the only thing we have to talk about before that, Michael, you're getting a little too before eager. What? We had one thing, I, you said, write it down so you don't forget to talk about it. Oh. And one thing we did it on helps. our list, it it, at the beginning of the year at Life in the Dutch Show, we made a, a list. And uh, we, it was our goals for 2016. And I'll tell you, we've accomplished some, but not very many of our goals. <laughs> some are unattainable, and we never will attain them. But one that was on there was, uh, was that we wanted to have another champion on the show. And champion on the show. Now, Steve and I were talking before the show began. We thought maybe that was a limiting thing. Maybe we should uh, think of the term champion more broadly to include, say, uh, someone that's a champion in their field. Like uh, maybe he's a successful TV star in the 80s or something. Uh Uh-huh. Right? That would work. Right? He was a champion of 80s television.
2: And that's a great era.
1: So who could (laughs) we get? Who can we get in the 80s? you got to think about who's a success in the 80s. Michael you know? J.
2: Fox. Fonzie. Yeah,
1: Michael J. Fox. Fonzie. Uh, Henry Winkler. <laughs> the right. The Fonzie. The Fonz. Those would be very good ones. But you know what I'm thinking? Who? I'm thinking, if I'm thinking about real iconic 80s television stars.
2: <laughs> Who would you think?
1: I'm thinking Manuel Lewis Webster.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No question.
1: <laughs> no question at all.
2: What a star
1: is that that's that's my go-to guy because he worked with George Papanopoulos or that's whatever, right. did he not? He, this guy could tap dance. He was a total package. This guy was...
2: Uh, <laughs> He's the O.J. Simpson of acting. <laughs> oh, he was an actor.
1: O.J. was an actor. A <laughs> 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 He's
2: a really good actor.
1: You just You just thought he was known for his murdering? Is that... <laughs> <laughs> He's the most talented murderer out there. <laughs> <laughs> I like to leave O.J. as Lewis of murdering. <laughs> That's what I like to say. <laughs> but anyways, I'm just throwing it out there. You know, if we can get Arthur Fonzarelli, I yeah. I'll throw it on the list. If we can get Henry Winkler, or who'd you say? Icon, uh, Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. <laughs> yeah, Zach Morris. <laughs> hey, I'll... Or, what about uh, Emmanuel AC Lewis.
2: Slater would be pretty sweet too.
1: You got to go with the lead guy, yeah. You know, Zach you got to go Morris, with this, you know, Fonzie was the, the, the main character, you know. Or, you know, you're talking, who'd you say again? <laughs> I
2: have no idea,
1: <laughs> Chachi? <laughs> Chachi, no, Chachi.
2: William Shatner,
1: <laughs> whoever he said was good too. But the lead one, you know, so yeah. you got to go, Zach Morris is <laughs> the lead one, right? Were you the lead one? Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. J. Fox. He's a lead guy, he's right? Totally and he's Canadian. On Family Ties, yeah. he was a star of that show. Achievable, huh? Yeah, it's achievable. Huh? It's yeah, achievable. It's achievable. Canadian. He's Canadian. Yeah. Emmanuel Lewis is probably a little bit of a long shot, but yeah. I, but I, you know, I'm such a fan. Great prospect. That I think we're gonna have to <laughs> add him to the list. So I we're know. gonna add that to the list. That's right? going on the board. Emanuel That's going on the board. Twenty sixteen. Or Fonzie or Michael, Michael J. 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 Fox. Fox. Or Zach Morris. Zach Morris. <laughs> those are the, if we can get one of those ones, that we will be able to cross that whole thing off. I little. like it. Okay, good. Achievable.
2: You think it is? Yes. We're going
1: to do it. We're going to do this. Damn straight we are. Now, we have requested the an Iron interview. Sheik. We had the Iron Sheik. Jake Snake Roberts. Yeah. Exactly. AJ Bate is here today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we got it all yeah. going on. You know what we got to do now? Now is the time oh. that we do a segment of our show that we call Feedback. We got feedback. Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback, everybody. Today's feedback is brought to you by our friends at Amazon. If you go to our uh, website, livefromthedutchhall.com, and you click on either of our Amazon banners, whether you're shopping in Canada or the United States, you can uh, do your shopping, and a little bit of that money will come back and help the show. And thank you for everyone that's done that because we have been able to improve the show week after week because of your help. Uh, also, there's a if you notice on that website, there'll be a coupon for VG Meats. So you can click that uh, coupon, bring it to either location, Simcoe or Sony Creek, and you'll get a great deal on some freezer meat. And some of that money will come back and help us here too.
2: Very good meats.
1: Very good. And uh, Bushstock, this we, this year, Woo-hoo. September 3rd and 4th, at the beautiful Lakeside Vista. Where the views are beautiful, and the memories are even better. We were going to be having Bushstock 2016. Some great acts on there. The Practically Hip, the Carpet Frogs, Cattle, Crown the Lion, oh. Felicia McMinn. Are you kidding me? Here, Diesel, doc, Diesel Dogs. Diesel Dogs. nocturnally Mission. The nocturnally Emissions. No, the nocturnal, the emission. nocturnal Emissions. Yes, and, and also... Hosted by Mike Badaway.
2: The Mike Badaway. Yeah. The, the Mike, Mike Badaway.
1: I believe I said the wrong guy's name last time. And Pete Van Dyke.
2: Oh, Woo. Two,
1: time. Yeah. Two, two time. Two time champion. Two time. So we're going to. So that's on September 3rd and 4th. And if you could listen to this program early enough, if it's before August 1st yet, you can still get tickets on uh, bushstock.ca, I believe. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, bushstock.ca. And uh, you can get tickets for 40 bucks. weekend passes. Uh, for the entertainment, and there's camp, and there's limited camping sites as well, so get your camp, uh, campground book now. That's bushstock.ca at Lakeside Vista. We already did the ad, so you know how to do it. Hit it. But Again, August 1st, those prices are going to go up, so you better get your ticket as soon as you can. Um, who else do we have? We have Van Dyke Party Services, brought oh. to you by our friends at mm. CleanFlow. Uh, yes, CleanFlow. Clean Flow.
2: we great friends.
1: You know, Van Dyke Party Services, really, we are uh, a public service meant to help everybody out there. Let's say it's the summertime, sweltering heat. You invested quite a substantial amount of money in your backyard to put in a swimming pool, right? You want to have a pool party, right? You can invite over your friends neighbors.
2: Have a couple cold ones.
1: only problem is your friends and neighbors are a bunch of pear-shaped losers, and you know it. Yeah. <laughs> they look terrible in a bathing suit. And
2: they just live close. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't help with those idiots move next door to do you. Party's going to suck. I don't care how good Nancy's nacho dip is. you got to invite between 5 and 29 Van Dykes. It's called Van Dyke Party Services. You can get a hold of us live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com. And you can book 5 to 29 Van Dykes. We'll come to your pool party. And I tell you, it'll be the best time in the world. And all it's going to cost you is $100 of cold hard cash. Plus, you have to cover all of our expenses, which will be dear. And uh, if you're not 100% satisfied, some of that or will refund your $100 but those expenses have run through our bodies and potentially yours. Hopefully, Van Dyke Party Services.
2: Don't live your life in regret.
1: <laughs> That's it. And uh, so we, we get f- feedback a lot of different ways. We can get it on uh, Twitter, on uh, Instagram. You know, we can get it on uh, uh, Homing, iTunes even. Homing Pigeon? I think we can do Homing Pigeon, Snapchat, LinkedIn. Whenever you want, Dutch all's out there. You can find us. This week's feedback was good. we got some from Facebook oh. on the Live from the Dutch All Facebook page. Old Reliable. Yeah. Facebook's been good to us. And then it says, Great show again. It's now become my Friday morning podcast to get me through the work day. Although I do have to close my door. Mostly because, <laughs> mostly because I'm laughing with you guys too much. That's nice, eh? That's it's not nice. because we're saying all kinds of things like. Yeah,
3: <laughs> that's what's where my my my. <laughs> yeah, not because we we're dickheads and uh,
2: belligerent. Mostly because we're warm-hearted and uh, have nice families. Oh, jovial. Yeah, jovial and, and we like to
1: rejoice. Yes, people love it, and they also like the odd scutleduk reference.
2: Yeah, things get better because of
1: Mostly I'm laughing with you guys too much, but I actually learned something from you this morning. Hmm. Uh The event boundary phenomenon. Who knew? Remember we did that for Weird Facts? Yes. Yeah, You see, you think that we're just doing stupid things. But it's not. We're actually educating people. We taught this person something. Who knew? I just thought it was a weird combination of being overworked, overtired from twin toddlers who won't sleep, and old age starting to creep in. Thank you, guys. From Ella Jones. Oh. And I got to tell you, Ella Jones, you are a listener of the week.
2: You're the listener of the
1: week. This, this is your week. week. It's your week, Ella Jones. That's right. That's right. <laughs> the only other guy, you know, he gives us feedback every week on uh, iTunes. And uh, iTunes helps us because it moves us up the ranking if you leave us a, a piece of feedback there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and uh, so this guy does it every week, and we call this guy the Haitian Dwarf.
2: Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to bed we go.
1: That Polish dick will make you sick.
2: Hi-ho, hi-ho.
1: Yes, before we, oh yes, I just yeah, went through know, puberty again. Uh, Before, we-
0: Yes! <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> yes!
1: <laughs> you will notice when we inter- when we introduced our, the band today, we didn't introduce one the man that writes the music for the show, Dave Charters.
2: Mm-hmm. No, we didn't.
1: And that uh, the Haitian Dwarf theme song this week was inspired by Dave's absence because that Polish dick is got the bronchitis. <laughs> oh, that's
2: bronchitis. right. It's a type of bronchitis. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't he make some sort of promise?
1: He's, he made what was called a 13-week a, a thirteen week commitment. And I think this is his second or third miss in this 13-week period. And I know he might be on his deathbed right now, suffering at home. Does anyone want to try calling him? <laughs> Put him on air. Can we wake him up now? He'd be pissed. My voice is hoarse.
0: I have plural thing. I'm saving it for bush talk. <laughs>
1: Anyways... The Haitian dwarf gave a scathing review on iTunes this year. Yeah. Scathing yeah. review. Did not like last week's show at all. Oh shit! And you know that because he entitles his feedback. Thank you, Steve. Hey. The truth. The truth. Ooh. Now, in his to his defense, he still gave us five stars. Oh yes. Yeah. Because he did.
2: five. Uh,
1: because he doesn't want to screw things up. Thank you, Steve. Again. <laughs> um, he says, "If you ever want to earn your advertising meets which is how we get paid here at Live from the hotel <laughs> is that we get paid in meat that's delivered from different butcher shops, hoping to pit them against each other till they deliver more and more meats.
2: And in the end, we win. Right. <laughs>
1: he says, if you ever want to earn your advertising meats, you'll have to do something way more entertaining. Oh. Try some on-air stunts, for example. Mm. So that's his plan. We're going to go morning zoo.
2: What, like dwarf twossing?
1: That's a a stunt We're
2: never gonna get Webster if we talk about that
1: Oh, damn it Don't call him Webster His name's Emmanuel (laughs) Lewis
2: He has a real name,
1: Steve Yeah, he's not his character Like, Fonzie is really his character, I think
2: (laughs) Great (laughs) Thanks
1: (laughs) I'm pretty sure that really is Fonzie Except for in the water, boy (laughs) Yeah Yeah, he's a good actor Fonzie just acts like that old guy So, um <laughs> so he says stunts. What kind of stunts can we do that improve? Like, do you really get people noticed? Like, we we already glued a mustache onto Charters.
2: Oh, yeah, that was pretty good.
1: Now he's got a new one. We maybe we can shave him on the show well, against his will.
2: Yeah. Well, he's riding the. He's doing the bike ride in uh, Seattle.
1: And oh.
2: What a naked bike ride. We
1: have to do the naked bike ride because it's not just going to. It's be, on the board. Yeah, it's in. It says Portland, Oregon on the board. Now there was a naked bike ride, I think, locally oh. that he could go on. Oh, warm up. Toronto. Toronto or something, Trading or Woodstock or, or something. Well, I get those that. two places mixed up. Sure. Which one's a shithole again? <laughs> <laughs> again which one of those again? Toronto. <laughs> Both. Um, so. Um, Haitian dwarf, I'm sorry we disappointed you last week. It's not all our fault. I wish we could get into details of all the things that we think went wrong last week, but uh, <laughs> we did our best, and uh, we'll try to do better for you next week. I'm sorry, Haitian dwarf. I see, I sense your uh, disappointment, but to be quite honest with you, if you could do it better, you would. You son of a bitch, <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs>
2: I think we forgot. Uh, that reminds me of a sponsor. Maybe we didn't speak about in. Uh... Oh
1: Jesus! This week's Haitian dwarf was brought to you by our good friends at Yarmy Electric. Yarmy Electric, where if you don't get it right the first time, we'll get it right the second time. If we don't get it right the second time, you can go fuck yourself. That's Yarmy <laughs> Electric. <laughs> I'm sorry, Michael. Just a bit outside. <laughs> That's it for feedback. We got feedback oh. this week. So our guest is uh, mm. a guy that I've worked quite a bit with. It seems like every show I go to, whether it be uh, Hamilton, London, Kitchener, Hello. I look over there is this guy AJ Bate. Is at every show I go to. As hard as I work, he seems to be working twice as hard.
3: Yeah, I try I try to keep up with Pete.
1: And uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, it's my great pleasure to introduce to you AJ Bate. Let's hear it for. Thank you, thank you. So, AJ, um, I got to tell you, you have an interesting story to me. You've yep. been, uh, you're, uh, how old are you, man? I'm 24. 24, yep. and you were, you are re- recently immigrated from uh, Libya, like two years ago? Just two years ago, yes. Just two years yeah, ago. just two years ago. I came. And then, uh, I, so, you were, were you born there?
3: I was born in Libya and uh, stayed there for a year. Then my parents moved to the UK. That's where we stayed for like eight years or nine yeah yeah and then uh, we went back to Libya and then two years ago we well my parents well and my family came to Canada before me I was there to finish studying and uh you know the whole revolution that happened there I I had to stay behind and were your parents there for the revolution no 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 my parents stayed for just uh two weeks and then well my dad was living here before us he was like prepping everything and my parents, uh, my family stayed with me for like two weeks back there in Libya. But after the revolution happened, my mom, just, she, she couldn't t- take it anymore.
1: Too much turmoil. Too
3: much for her, and you know, for for my siblings. everywhere, like, so they went back. They went to my dad, and they wanted me to come with them. But I just couldn't. I. It was mm-hmm. such a like. An, an amazing event that it's not gonna happen like once in a lifetime, so I had to stay behind. You know. I
1: oh, so you made the, you had a chance to leave at that point in yeah, time, and you I wanted had, to. Yeah, stay. I
3: had the chance to come back here. I even enrolled for McMaster, and I just like I got accepted and everything, but I just I couldn't leave the country. It's just
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
3: It's an amazing event to see. You know.
1: Sure. Yeah, and you were right in Benghazi, right?
3: Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I stayed for like the majority of the revolution in Benghazi. Yes.
1: And that's, but that was an early. Uh, point with some of the protests in Benghazi were one of the early points of the.
3: yeah they, they were like there were like small cities around it that also started at the same time but like Benghazi was like one of the first because the revolution like like officially it started at like February 17th but it really did start two days before that in Benghazi like people were pro- lo- a lot of lawyers and like were protesting and it started earlier than, yeah yeah, yeah. So everybody's and, just gathering around,
1: and at this time, like I, mm. I guess it's hard for us to even understand what it's like to live under a dictatorship's rule, right? Yeah. So yeah. in our minds, we'll create this like it's that it's just like a concentration camp or something yeah. terrible. Yeah. Or we don't understand. But then in, if you watch, I watched like uh, say Anthony Bourdain did a program in Libya, mm-hmm. and you see it, and it's, it seems like uh, very normal. Like
3: yeah, it, it, yeah. Well, well, it, it, to be honest, like he he did like like he did like hang like a lot of innocent like students and everything anybody that like had a voice against the regime like he just like didn't let let them sit just like chop heads right away but people like had their own businesses and you know people had jobs and you know you can you can own a house you you, like you had freedom but like to a certain degree as long as you didn't mess with his shit exactly him and his kids and like his government if you don't mess with that you're good yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So you just learn how to live within that kind of.
3: Yeah, yeah it's, it's so funny. Like it becomes like a normal life. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like yeah, nothing's wrong. Everything's good. But like no, it, it, like it could be way better than, than yeah, we're yeah. living.
1: Yeah. And knowing that if you if you like criticize a bad move of oh, a government Then yeah. you could be killed. No, yeah.
3: And he just like loved his speeches, like because everybody owned like this uh, like device. It's like, like a satellite device, but it was like only like for the country. And whenever he would have his speech, like, he would cut the programs like you would be watching like ESPN or anything and he would just like cut it and he would come up on stage and like he would just like say the funniest things ever. It was like like he's I, out of his head. Oh yeah, he's uh, he, he's totally he was totally crazy, but yeah. he was so fun to watch. Yeah. It was like the best comedian I've ever seen in my life. Just was, an entertaining speaker. He was so good. He was so good, man. <laughs> That's the, like the one thing that I miss about him. He was so good.
1: Was it was there a portion of the population that loved him?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah.
1: So, so he was to, still
3: to this day, because they they benefited from him and like money wise and like government positions, because like the best that you can achieve in that country is to like achieve a very high government position and then you're set for life.
1: Oh, I see. You get
3: paid like shit ton of money and you just get to like redecorate your house every summer. Oh, so those you, people are gonna support it. Right, they for Why them, wouldn't right? they? Right. If I was in their position, I would do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't see why. No. And then
1: and then so and then there got to be some people now like because after a revolution always it's like messy right like you then have to someone has to run things it's just the weird thing is that the first year
3: and a half like after a revolution things were going so well it was so like it was like almost like like a dream like everything would go like people were like banks were working way better than before like people would just gather around like volunteers to like secure neighborhoods and everything but that was like for just a year and a half. But a- after that, like everybody felt like there was a big pie and we want a slice of it because oh. no, there's nobody guarding it anymore. Oh, right, and right. so after a year and a half, everything just went whoosh, downhill after that.
1: And so have you been back since you left? Uh, I,
3: no, I haven't been there. No, no, no. Do you think you'll go back? It's going to I don't like maybe like visit, but like to live there again, especially yeah. like the life that I trying to start here. Yeah, yeah, I I prefer this way more. But like, you know, it's it's my country. I'm never gonna like.
1: No, but you don't. You're not against going back to visit or yeah, just like visit, like, because
3: yeah. I still have family there. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I still go. I I would definitely go visit. But to live there, I don't. I don't see how that's gonna happen. though.
1: Yeah. It's amazing. A lot of those revolutions that happened, like, then now that the end that it's all done. It's it's uh, almost uglier than it was
3: through these. That's, like that's the sad part. It start yeah. starts as it starts out like a very like. Like, beautiful dream and like everybody's like oh this is how the country's gonna be and like we're gonna have social justice and you know gonna have jobs and like h- proper health and everything but then people just get greedy you know nobody wants to like help out for the b- bigger picture everybody just wants to do things their own way and benefit from it you know right right because like a country like libya has so much oil and just like so much money you can make off of it and nobody's guarding it again, you know. It's right. just open. It's free it's like for all. Like the, f- the, the old west. You know? it, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. That's what it is. And the weird part is, before people didn't have weapons, and now everybody has weapons. Oh, really? And we're not talking like AK and like like handguns or something. Like we're talking about like landmines, oh, really? like, uh, like RPGs. It was funny, like when the revolution first started, like people were marching towards like uh, this like military camp that he had in the middle of the city. Yeah. And people were just like launching at that place with just like knives and like swords or whatever they can scrap together, and like we had these fishermen that made like these homemade explosives. Oh yeah. They would just toss them and th- like those like trained soldiers were like they would just like <laughs> shoot them like birds. Yeah. And it was so funny because after like after they managed to get breach it and get it, uh, we were we were all sitting in the neighborhood next to my like my grandparents' house where we all stayed for a while, and I see this twelve-year-old kid driving a a bike and attached to it is like the biggest crate of landmine. <laughs> He's just driving casually, like nothing's. it's like, going on, landmine tour? This is what I got today. You know? And you're
1: fighting trained soldiers, as he said. Like you're, exactly, it's just like regular guys with whatever they have in their yeah, pocket Yeah, yeah.
3: Some of them were like on like pills and everything because, like you know, it's it's to them it's like adrenaline. They it's, yeah, it's yeah. such a you know. And, but you know with with pure intentions of course because they wanted to it was such a big uh, military camp in the middle of the city downtown yeah, yeah and that's where he would go to whenever he visited because the city because Benghazi was really like a it was like a really disobedient child of him you know like yeah. whenever he would like put out a rule it would be the last city to follow his orders and he always gave it like a rough time like whenever any investments would happen in the country it would be the last city to happen and so he was like, he hated that city so much.
1: Oh, yeah. I hated it so much. So it was kind of reciprocal. Exactly. And then that's what was his downfall. Yeah. And then uh was there like a lot of like, uh, like, did you get shut down your internet and stuff like that?
3: Yeah, absolutely. People started uh, ordering like satellites, like dishes from China or whatever, and you would just install them manually on their rooftops. And that's, they were like, everybody started their own internet thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah to, the, the everything went down. Like, telephones, people started, like, buying these satellite telephones, you know, with antennas and everything. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. how they communicated. We went back to the Stone Age.
1: Yeah, yeah, just so, just so you could...
3: Reset everything, yeah.
1: Yeah, because it was pretty cool, because even over here, we were all trying to send over, like, patches so yeah. that people could get... Yeah, you, get, you know, get yeah. pretend you're from another country so that you could have internet, like pretend exactly. you're from Turkey. I or... remember that
3: part. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so fun because everybody like because there were only like few locations around the city that had those satellites, so everybody just gathered, <laughs> like the whole city would just be like at that building. Yeah, it was so fun to watch.
1: Paul sounds like you're snoring. <laughs> <microphone.
2: laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Paul's like, he's awake. I can see his eyes are open and everything. <laughs> Might have something to do with the baked goods. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it <laughs> makes me feel way better. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you were just hearing that? Oh my! Yeah, that was my brother. I had to, li- I had to grow up with that. I had to grow up with that guy snoring. He would be awake and snoring. I don't know how it worked. It does lull you to sleep though, doesn't it? It was like starting to make become very soothing to me. I was just into the story, man. Oh, I know. So like, uh, when the. Uh, so when your revolution, you were like after Egypt and Tunisia?
3: Well, or it was, yeah, it was uh, It first started with Tunisia and then it happened in Egypt. And then a few weeks later, it happened in, in Libya. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: And so when you could see that happening over in, in Egypt and Tunisia, what w- that was that the inspiration? Oh, absolutely! Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. So you're like, if they can do it, then we can do absolutely. it too.
3: Absolutely, absolutely. And their their government was much more lenient than ours, you know, because even though they they had dictators, but it was still like official government. And they had, like, fake votes, but they still had, like, you know, glimpses of a system. So, right, right. But with us, he would just, like, stand up. Like, he would just go on stage. Okay, I'm going to hire you to be the minister of something. He doesn't even know what. Like, he's just hiring people that don't have, like, <laughs> dropped out of elementary school. And he was just, like, you, because I like you. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You'll see yes. Yeah, that's it. It's just like nothing.
1: Yeah, that's, a, that's crazy, man. He yeah. was there forever, too. Pardon? He was there forever, like you. Oh,
3: for forty-two years, he only was going for the world record. It was yeah, like yeah, Castro hung in there for <laughs> so long.
1: And then, uh, did you have like a lot of sanctions against you because of of him? Like, did you that you were noticeable?
3: Uh, well, I had not my family. No, too. no,
1: like uh, no, like your the country of Libya. Were they like had economic sanctions from?
3: Um, well, he, like, 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 just, you like, like on paper, but like yeah. he he was good with every all the leaders in the world because they they like... They knew how to deal with they him. They profited off of him and they right. knew how to deal with him. Exactly. They right. fed his ego and just like as long as he yeah. gives us money and oil, we don't care. Right, right, Do right. whatever you want. Wear all the dresses in the world. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> just in that job. And then you actually got to see him being uh, murdered or like...
3: Well, I executed. wasn't in that exact city. No, but, no, but like on TV. Yeah, yeah. We were all like... We had this square where everybody gathered at and like had like a projector and on the like big building and everybody's it was so it's so weird like to see a guy getting killed in front of you and people are cheering yeah and they're like they're so happy and it's just like I know I'm, not, I'm supposed to be happy but a guy's being killed right now I don't think we should all be just yeah killed. yeah but it's just so it's, it was it, freaky man it was freaky it was so it was such a weird time
1: who was killing who was actually killing him Well, it was a bunch of, was it a bunch of, uh, oh, like, at least like,
3: like a hundred people gather around him, just beating the crap out of him. Yeah, Yeah. And in the end, they just, like, they stuck a, like, a broomstick up his ass. Really? That's yeah, a, how yeah. they got him. That's well. Well, that well that finished him. But yeah. Didn't get him.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, Jesus this Christ, This is hardcore. I'm sorry. It's just like. No, no, no. That's cool. No, I like. I didn't know that. <laughs> the old had a the broomstick ass. up yeah. the The ass old stick. dictator yeah.
3: broomstick trick. You know, yeah. the you Never gets us on Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Finish him. Yeah. Finish him, broomstick. <laughs> broomstick. <laughs> see the X-ray. Like, okay. Yeah.
1: Hey, JL, uh Does anyone else have anything to ask about that? Because that's like, has anyone else gone through a revolution in their <laughs> life? Yeah, no. It. It's funny how you think that your life is like, you'd, you've you like endured things or gone through things and then <laughs> nope. you're like, we're so sheltered. We haven't had to deal with anything.
2: Yeah. You know what we thought was like that? It was a uh, tobacco harvest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lasted, My dad uh, was like Gaddafi. And yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we had to do exactly what we were to told. We had to
2: adhere to the rules. Yeah. I but think I like, would have got
1: killed if I disagreed with them too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i probably would have too. tough business with tobacco yeah, yeah, yeah tobacco yeah, business don't mess tough. with it not, not, not an irrigation time not when a not, not when a rubber's blown <laughs> <laughs>
0: just
1: leaving a big anyways uh straight, switch gears a little bit i want to talk to you about last night's show we went to this show last night yeah, i saw you at this show last just night
3: dogs. Yeah, the there was right.
1: like uh what do you think we were By the time I went up and did my set, I was performing to what, like three or four people.
3: You were performing to three people, and they were all drunk, and uh, they just wanted to listen to their uh, friend's magnificent voice. Yeah, he was an opera singer. Oh man, he just like and
1: and uh, those they didn't speak English.
3: Well, no, they did speak English, but they weren't. They're not from here, like yeah, not as a first language. Yeah, yeah. not the first. Absolutely not. Yeah,
1: and and so like. that's hard, you know, when your people are busy translating in your head to get your jokes. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? just like, yeah. And then uh, I so anyways, they, but they were nice. They were a nice crowd. Yeah, they were nice. Yeah, they were nice. And then we went. I went to talk to the guy afterwards, and I did a cousin fucking joke last night. <laughs> and then tried uh, it out. Huh? Tried it out. Yeah, I did a cousin. I did a cousin. <laughs> it, was,
3: uh, it was. It was. It was. It was funny to be honest. I laughed at it.
1: Yeah, you laughed at I it. Uh, right. the, the, and I so I I did this joke, and then afterwards a guy comes up to me. And he's like, you know what? He's got a real thick Spanish accent, so I, I don't know if I'll be able to do it. But he's like, uh, you know what? The first time I ever had sex, it was when I was twelve years old. And it was with my cousin.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I, you should have left that last part out. And then it was, yeah, exactly. You like you went with twelve and everybody would have been cheering you, but now it's just like Yeah. <laughs> Not so
1: cool. That was Oh so no no, cool. his and his opening was I am openly gay. <laughs> it's like, I am openly gay. The first time I ever had sex was with my was I was twelve years old, it was with my cousin. This first time I had ever sex with a man, I was 15 years old. Also with my cousin. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, w- what? You're like, first cousin? He's like, yes, my first cousin. It, it was a reunion. Everybody <laughs> oh, yes. was there. It's
3: a reunion in front of all the family. We did it. Yeah. Yeah, Everyone was so proud.
1: Yeah. His, apparently his 12-year-old cousin was a real whore. He really attacked him. He said he didn't have any choice in the matter, right? Because like I was thinking, because he's, he's open with it, he's openly gay. So I was like, wow, he's... You know, like, how does he have, if he's gay, like, how does he have sex so easily with a woman at 12, you know?
3: Well, he, I, I talked to him after that, too, and he was like, he's openly gay, but he's willing to have sex with women. Oh. So I was like, so you're, you're bi, and he goes, no, I don't like that word. Oh, like, he, he
1: likes being called gay.
3: He likes to be called gay, but occasionally, like, on a whim, like, but he'll, he'll sleep with, he'll sleep with, with women, sleep a woman, yeah, woman whenever, sometimes. Yeah. But He said, but he doesn't like eating pussy because it bleeds down there. That's something he said. I, I'm just quoting. I'm, he says, he, This guy like, was a real defender. He piece of said, yeah, He said, he, He's willing to go down on a guy, but not go down on a woman. That was
1: quote unquote. Well, he's got values, eh? Yeah. He's got a real <laughs> he's got, strong values. Yeah, the system. guy
3: has Mars values. Have been set. You yeah. have to give it to him. He, got he
1: puts value. parameters in his life and he lives yeah. within yeah. them. Yeah. Right broke the cherry at 12 and then 15 let's try the gay thing and just yeah, like oh, he dessert. liked the way better he's like I'm not against the women thing but I'm yeah. but I'm but it's not as good as the guy thing which is what he believes I, I had a difference of opinion on that one <laughs> I like the girl thing a lot better yeah and yeah. to be honest I'm not I'm not bothered by any of his complaints no absolutely those are all things I would live with it's part of nature's way
2: <laughs> the life will take its toll
1: Yes, <laughs> you must let the ladies' vagina do what the ladies' vagina does. Don't judge it.
2: Let it sprout. Let it sprout.
1: <laughs> is it time? Is it? I think it is. Oh boy! If we want, let's AJ. We should go into uh, a little thing we do called weird facts. If you right? want, we're we're a little artist, but we can do it. We can always go back and talk afterwards. Alright. We got a thing game called Weird Facts. Join it anytime you want. How many people here think they've lived a billion seconds? Hmm Well, a most that's
2: a long time. I do.
1: It's thirty two years, Steven. Mm. Thirty two years, years is a billion seconds. Did you know that dirty thoughts can improve your memory according to research? Absolutely. Yeah? <laughs> you know what it is with dirty thoughts? Is that um You know dirty thoughts is like any other thought you just think about it and then you remember all the dirty things that you did and then because you keep thinking about it that's why you remember those dirty stories over and over again you can remember a girl you fingered when you were you know 15 years old oh yes because you thought about it in the shower a hundred times right or when you have sex with your cousin yeah you 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 have to pretend it's not a cousin you can't forget I got to tell you, I'm going to go on the record and say I'm against Cousin Fletcher. Absolutely, 100%. We're we're all against it. That guy was wrong to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know that Michael Jackson's glove was actually just a modified golf glove? Michael Jackson's glove. And by modified, I mean bedazzled. Bedazzled. It's just a bedazzled golf glove. Do you know what bedazzled is? Yeah, I (laughs) do. Yeah. they ever bedazzle things in Libya? Uh,
3: no, I don't <laughs> no, no. think... we. Uh, y- y- <laughs> not you a big rhinestone y- culture? Y- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like bedazzle your camel or something like that.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. A guy ate nothing but Chipotle for 30 days, mm. and he lost 10 That's pounds. Wow. The shits, right? Yeah. I think you could eat chocolate cake for nothing but chocolate cake for 30 days, and you'd lose weight, too, because you'd get so sick of chocolate cake, you wouldn't eat as much anymore, right? That's right. He must have hated Chipotle by the end of it.
0: <laughs> Chipotle.
1: People fart more on planes because of the air pressure changes. The gas in the stomach expand when at high altitudes. Hmm. Sure. Did you know that? Did you know? It? Amazing. But it's no. true though. When you're on a plane, you fart more. Doesn't? it? not it true? And you open that thing on the top so that you can hope that it blows it away. Yeah. And I also smell people's farts like more I than you I fart. Smell. Yeah. I don't like that at all. Nope. You're trapped in a in that tube with everybody else's fart. We should open the windows more. Airplane fart. We <laughs> <They> should. <laughs> you know, our eyes are the same size from birth, but noses and ears never stop growing. Your nose ball will never <laughs> stop growing. <laughs> like an old Hungarian man, giant nose. Yeah, you know, just wrap around your whole head. I can't believe that that a baby's eyes don't grow at all you're an eye doctor is that true it never grows jesus do you know most robberies occur on tuesdays <laughs>
2: thank god it's not thursdays
1: yeah they God it's not thursdays I Had
2: a sweet truck out front
1: well you know you want to ruin a long weekend by robbing, so you stew it till it's after, right?
3: Stir it up a little bit. September
1: eleventh was a Tuesday.
3: It wasn't. <laughs> it was a, t- it was a, t- it t- a Tuesday. It was a t- stole airplanes. It was a Tuesday. They stole airplanes. Yeah that's-, yep. yeah, that's the only horrible thing that happened Perfect. that day.
1: Yeah. There's a tribe in Africa who believe that Europe is the afterlife, and all of its inhabitants are spirits. Uh, I think that just they're stupid. Well, in Amsterdam, that must have been the case. Ryan Bione. Yeah, I think if you go in Amsterdam, you, then, that's okay. uh, you know pigeons can't fart.
2: Belgium. Box. Is that why they blow up if they eat pop rocks? <laughs> yeah, that's
1: why they blow up if you eat pop rocks. The pigeons can't fart. That's right. Oh, stupid Belgians. That's. <laughs> must be why they're. Uh, uh, nah. I got nothing.
0: It's a pigeon.
1: The impulse to ejaculate comes from the spinal cord. Hmm. You think it comes from Damn your deck?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it actually comes from your spinal cord. One
2: comes right from the head of my penis. <laughs> yeah.
1: I would have said, or at least nut sack.
2: Yeah, or underneath my balls. <laughs>
1: they all feel good. If kids are allowed to play before they eat, they throw away 40% less food and eat more fruits and vegetables. My kids. I think that's just like saying if you like do something, you get hungry. Right?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you make your kids actually do something, they won't. I don't know. Uh, They're
0: burning calories.
1: Honey badgers. They bring, don't give a fuck. Yeah. I love honey badgers. You know I love honey badgers. Honey badgers bring down the much larger animals by ripping off the prey's testicles mm. before attacking the rest of the body. That's honey cool.
2: badger. Dirty fighters, that's eh?
1: Not cool. Dirty, dirty fighters. They just don't give a fuck. That, that's the thing about the honey badgers, Paul. They will bite your nuts <laughs> clean off because they don't give a shit at all. <laughs> what a great animal! <laughs> what a gracious animal! I got nothing. I got nothing else on that. That's that's weird facts. We just gotta do some plugs. Dude, weird dude. facts They're weird Fucking AJ, do you got any dates coming up to plug?
3: Um, No, no so far nothing. No, yeah, but we, yeah, we got, I got booked shows, but they're, the dates have not been settled yet.: Oh Sadly, I exactly yeah.
1: Uh, I have only have one, and it's uh, uh August the 12th at the, at the one in uh, London.: Oh the one. Yeah, the one in London. It's a show that's hosted by uh, Matt Turlow, and it's got uh, Matthew Ferguson's been on the show before, mm-hmm. is on that bill. I'm on that bill. Uh, <clears throat> there's a headliner that's coming from out of town that's a Mystery. Oh, he doesn't mystery want to be advertised. Headliner. But it is a. It's a, he's, a he's a well-known, he's a good comic, so it's going to be a good show for anybody that's in that the London cool. area and wants to go out to that one. Also, uh, you can see... The Nocturnal Emissions and Crown and Lion at Bushstock
2: September 3rd and 4th.
1: September 3rd and 4th. And uh tickets available till Monday April or till August 1st for 30, for 40 bucks. Yep. And then Save they go up get prices, on there, go up. Right? Bushstock.ca.
2: Right. You're coming. You know it. Yeah. Buy a ticket now. now. Did we go do we do
1: everything? On. Is there anything that we should talk about before we go? We have one chance for we get a chance for one more. We're at 50-minute mark. Do you want to do one, something else, or do you want to just call it an sh- early show?
2: Sure. Anything in the jar of hate? <laughs> oh, this is going to... Oh, great call, Steve. Woo. Oh, we
1: haven't done we haven't this in done a while. while. We've got a couple of minutes, so we'll go into... Somebody on say a while. a while. Oh, no. A while. Nope, there's not. <laughs> oh, we must have took everything out because I did a draw the one time.
2: Uh, let's see. Oh, here there. Oh, just randomly pick one.
1: Oh, I got nothing on them. Hmm. Have you been watching uh, Trump and all that stuff? Yep. Have you been watching that? Do you think Do you think that uh, America is due for a revolution?
3: I think I think it's going to be Apocalypse there man Yeah Yeah I mean it's just like This guy is just He's so fun to watch He like reminds me So much of our guy Oh yeah (laughs) He's he's equally as crazy Yeah Yeah so if he gets in
1: Then that could be uh, Either way Like they're pissed off At Hillary too though Yeah yeah exactly Because it's establishment She's
3: not even any She's no better Yeah Yeah exactly Well the the weird thing is Like he was a reality star You know It's just like How can a reality star Be a president It just doesn't yeah. Who I don't know.
1: And you know, most of his riches that he's made, like, is based on, like, his net worth. Most of his net worth is based on the value that he puts on his name.
3: His dad yeah. did most like, of the work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, His dad did most of the work,
1: yeah. He inherited a, a, millions and turned it into billions, is what uh-huh. he says. But, like, something like most of his net worth is just what he says his name's worth, yeah. which who knows if it's.
3: Did you hear him on the interview when he said, uh, when I first started off, my dad gave me a loan of $10,000,000. Yeah, that's a
2: Yeah, no big deal. I
1: started with nothing but a yeah, $10,000,000 million million loan and a, rough, a dream. It was a rough start, for a... Yeah, <laughs> that'd be nice, Start eh? Started from
2: scratch with $10,000,000. Ten million yeah. yeah. What are you dollars? waiting yeah. for? <laughs> <laughs> you
1: underachiever. Come on, the rest of you. <laughs> Pull your money together and be well, one I of them. We'll
2: shape me. America with our millions.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so we actually got. So, did you have an op? Your your dad was already in Canada, though, right?
3: Yeah, my, yeah. Well, my yeah, we moved here to 2011 January, like two weeks before the. Why revolution. did you choose Canada? Uh, it well, the immigration program here is really good, and uh, he wanted to like to come here because he loved like the healthcare system and the education system and everything. And he had we have a lot of like family friends that have been here for years. So he was encouraged to move here oh cool yeah and it's 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 better than the states and somehow because of you know the gun r- rules it yeah, really, yeah, yeah, yeah it's such a friendly country to be. And that's here.
1: how it's perceived too absolutely like, yeah
3: everybody yeah everybody like back home like want would want to move to canada yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: where else would people go in europe
3: um uh, well in the uk there's a big population there yeah, yeah there's a big population in the uk uh, sweden Really, uh, Sweet some man. people want to move to Australia, and New Zealand.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I guess
3: so. The right? States too. I mean, like, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah right? You
3: like, uh, as a community, you also want to hope one day that you've be able to work in the states. I mean, yeah, I guess
1: tra- so. They just the numbers are so much bigger. Oh, And the traveling, you can go like travel a lot less. You're gonna right?
3: have to start all over again. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be a grind all over again.
1: That's fun. It's just the same jokes, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It seems like <laughs> it's exactly what it is. A different right? place. Yeah, yeah. Different place. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. You just keep got to do the same thing, and who yeah, cares yeah. where you're doing and it? And right?
3: the caliber of Canadian comedians are just, like so after I've seen that like firsthand, it's so good man uh, that's so, good. Much, so
1: much talent here sweet so much talent yeah yeah we do uh, we are lucky and uh, hopefully we get some more people to come out to see some of these shows eh? no absolutely because yeah, yeah. there is a lot a lot going on just, just check check on any of the uh, listings I know I put them on Facebook when there's shows going on and look mm-hmm. for AJ's name because he's he's a real funny guy and if you get a chance to see him I would highly recommend what's name
2: again Pete? AJ AJ
1: Bate thank you thank B-A-T-E, you, thank you. B-A-T-E. Look for him on, uh, maybe even uh, look him up on Facebook. Facebook,
3: yeah, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Yeah, all you can that, find the guy. All that millennial stuff.
1: Yeah. Otherwise, AJ, I hope you had a good time. Uh, I to thank did, you a lot man. for thank coming in. Thank you for in. having me.
3: Thanks for having me.
1: And if you're listening at home, I want to thank you guys for listening. You can always reach out and give me some feedback on, uh, <laughs> oh, right in the middle of the jam. Give me some on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I am live from the Dutch Hall. I'm on there as Dutch Hall, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, any of that shit. Dutch Hall or live from the Dutch Hall on the internet. Otherwise, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday. Did it for once. We fucking nailed that one. Nailed it. All right. Good job, fellas. Um. Paul.